and thank you for listening to Cruising the Waves podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you cruise information right from the source, right from the people who work in the industry. Each week, I will be bringing you a new podcast with a representative from the cruise lines, river and ocean cruise lines, and also expedition cruises too. This way, you get the information straight from the source. Factual information, not rumors or people guessing what's going to happen, but real information from those who work in the industry. I meet each week with my BDM, who is my business development manager from each cruise line. They have the inside scoop on all the news from the high seas. I have also met with some tourist boards from the ports you will visit. This way you can learn about what destination you want to visit as well. Remember to check out Plenty of Sunshine Travel on the web for all the blog posts that are written for each and every podcast. You will also find on this page all the group cruises we have planned. We've locked in some amazing rates and some great perks, so check those out too. Also check out our YouTube channel, Plenty of Sunshine Travel, to see pictures and videos of everything discussed here today. Want to get in on the conversation? Visit us on Instagram and Facebook. Here you will be updated on what the focus of our upcoming discussions will be. Feel free to post any questions you might have and I'll be sure to include those in the episodes for you. For help in booking your own cruise experience that was discussed on this week's topic or any other vacation you can dream of, you can contact me at Kathleen at Plenty of Sunshine Travel. In this week's Cruising the Waves podcast, episode 11, I'm meeting with Azamara Cruises, and Azamara's tagline is Explore Further, and we're going to be diving deep into what that means and how why that's their tagline. They are really, really big on immersive experiences, and they are just a phenomenal cruise line. I love how they start and stop in different ports, so you could do back-to-backs, but they'll never be the same. It's a great way to see the world and to dig a little bit deeper. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like and subscribe to our channel and hit that share button. Over to the podcast. Good morning. Welcome to this week's cruise chat. And today uh, I'm joined by Janet and Janet is from Azamara Cruises and I'm Kathleen Penner and I'm the owner of Plenty of Sunshine Travel. And um, Janet is a representative and we're just going to turn it right over to you. Thank you, and good morning to you, Kathleen, as well. Um, delighted to have this opportunity to chat with uh, your clients, your valued clients who really respect your recommendations, and uh, recognizing that this is my opportunity to help you to recommend Azamar to uh, maybe people who have never heard of us, which is not uncommon. Uh, so I always like to share that we are owned and operated, if you will, by the Royal Caribbean Group. So I have some very big sisters in the business, Royal Caribbean International, Celebrity Cruise Lines, as well as Silver Sea is also all a part of the Royal Caribbean family. Uh, and the Azamara, as you can see, we have three ships in our fleet and we have been in existence for oh, it's just over 11 years now. Okay. And uh, it's really kind of unique because the vessels are small, as you can probably tell. Mm -hmm. uh, that I don't even think the, if you, with all three lined up in that photograph, I don't even think we're half the length of, say, an Oasis class ship. <laughs> but <laughs> that uh, ship is huge, yes. Indeed, she is, right? One of the largest in the world, for mm -hmm. sure. 
and so it gave us a very unique opportunity to do something different in the cruise industry. I've had the pleasure of being in the industry for about 37 years now and to watch its evolution has been really fascinating. So this was the opportunity 11 years ago for the gentleman who uh, curated the concept of Azamar. His name is Larry Pimentel, uh, recently retired. But Larry had a concept that said, let's slow down the cruise experience. Let's do what no other ocean-going cruise line was doing 11 years ago, and that is to simply hug the coastlines of the world mm. and stay parked for hours upon hours and days upon days in these beautiful, historical, medieval, and yes, some of the marquee seaports around the world. And when you look at our itineraries, which is really what it's all about, when you want to explore a region of the world, Kathleen, or a country specific, this is like having a boutique floating hotel that takes care of all your transportation, accommodation, entertainment, meals, um, you know, a home away from home, if you will, while you travel and explore that part of the world. Yeah, so I love about small ships because it can get to places that other ones just can't. So sometimes exactly. small ship cruising is the way to go. And, you know, you don't necessarily need the giant ocean liners to get there. You can get there so much better in a smaller ship. And I couldn't agree with you more, Kathleen. And, and what it also uh, does, and, and I think I have a slide on it in a little, uh, few, in a few minutes here, um, it really allows us to break away from what you and I might consider or describe as the traditional, you know, cruise vacation um, on larger ships where the ships themselves are, you know, so much of the vacation experience. They're the entertainment hub. They're kind of, you know, the heart and soul, they're floating resorts, if you will. Mm -hmm. And yes, they visit some beautiful marquee big ports around the world, but because they, their size, they're all of that entertainment and they therefore can't explore coastlines of the world. They can't sail up rivers, which is what we can and do do. Mm -hmm. uh, so again, they're about a cruise vacation. We're about traveling and exploring parts of the world and in fact you'll see that we touch all seven continents in the world around the globe uh, and parking the hotel so that you have time to go into that destination to connect with the culture and the people and have experiences that are meaningful to you so it's again maybe a little better choice than getting off and on a motor coach to explore shall we say scotland or iceland or italy or any other corner of the world just let the hotel float and do that part of it for you. So that's uh, a lot said there, but um, this is actually such an interesting photograph because um, we are parked in Glasgow, Scotland. This is the current environment that we find ourselves in, of course, um, as a result of COVID, of course, mm -hmm. and the fact that our ships are suspended along with all of the other vessels within uh, the cruise industry. So it's really kind of unique. Uh, Glasgow is loving it. it. We're kind of like a tourist attraction, if you will. <laughs> we're the newest statues in Glasgow. Um, but what is kind of unique about this, I mean, talk about innovation that happens during, you know, challenging times. 
And innovation is something that has driven the Royal Caribbean uh, you know, company from conception 45 years ago. And innovation in this picture is the ship in the middle, which is the Quest, she is the mother ship and uh, she is supporting the other two vessels via cables. So the other two are what we call cold storage. This again is just a, a picture that we would never ever have been able to take had it not been for the time that we're in. Mm -hmm. So we have the journey, the quest and the pursuit. They're identical. They were built by the same original company known as Renaissance Cruise Lines for any of your guests who clients who may have been cruising for years as well, they would recognize that name. What's great about it, and you mentioned it earlier, small ship, mm -hmm. 702 guests is full capacity okay. of each ship. Do we know what capacity will return to operation at? No, not at this point in time. Mm -hmm. But if you can imagine, let's just say it was 50%, that's 350 guests. So all of a sudden you're really getting down to a very intimate, unique little boutique yeah. hotel environment. Definitely um, so personalized service for that one. You can, I can promise you that because it won't be a cut and it will not be a reduction in our crew members mm -hmm. for which we have 407 that sail on each vessel looking mm -hmm. after our guests every day and evening. So um, yeah, it's quite a, they're, they're charming little hotels which we have completely renovated uh, in the years and continue to uh, invest in them and upgrade them and um, you know just keep them the little gems that they are. So I just wanted to touch on this very quickly, Kathleen, because I know this is a big um, question mark, if you will, a concern for all consumers today is, if I were to make a buying decision of a future voyage with Kathleen today, what assurance do I have should the current situation continue and or evolve in some other direction. Mm -hmm. So we have a program, this is again, corporate wide for all of the Royal Caribbean group uh, brands that we call Cruise with Confidence. And I think as a consumer as well, I think this is pretty terrific because what it means is that whether you have an existing booking or whether you're considering chatting with you and making a new booking between say now and the end of September. Mm -hmm. And I won't be surprised Kathleen if that date, September 30th becomes extended again. But at this moment, up until September 30th, if one of your clients wanted to make a purchase with you on Royal Caribbean brands, they'll have this program in place. It's called mm -hmm. Cruise with Confidence and it gives either best price guarantee or a future cruise credit of 100% value of monies paid mm -hmm. should they need to cancel up to 48 hours prior to. That's and a then pretty option. amazing thing, yeah. Thank you, it, it really is. It just, yeah. it just, you know, we're both consumers and I just think it builds that confidence to say, okay, my money's safe, mm -hmm. okay? my investment. And what we're finding typically is that um, you know, very passionate, uh, you know, sort of regular cruisers, they see the value in this automatically because again, their investment is protected. And I haven't met a loyal cruise um, passenger yet who said, oh no, I'm never gonna cruise again. Everyone's just biting at the bit to get back on board yeah. and to continue to explore the world and connect with cultures mm -hmm. and other people to expand our lives, right? Absolutely. So the future, the future cruise credit is terrific. 
uh, because it is 100% of the value of the money that you've paid should you need to cancel up to 48 hours prior. Mm -hmm. And then there's lift and shift. So if you have an existing booking and you want to say, well, I was going to sail in, shall we say, November of this year. Um, Royal Caribbean Group has not suspended that voyage as of yet, but I would be more comfortable lifting and shifting it to a future next year voyage. Then that's a part of this program, one of the three options that your clients can consider. So fairly lucrative, um, but also just more importantly, to give us as consumers the confidence to go ahead and make those decisions. Because I don't know about you, Kathleen, <laughs> I think I, I can presume, I, all I want to do is every day think about where am I going to go next? Where do I get to travel? When do I get to travel again? I never want to stop immersing myself in different cultures to grow as a person. And so I think many, many, many of us are just, you know, biting at the bit. And so having something on the books to mm -hmm. dream about and talk about and look at the itinerary and look at the shore experiences that the cruise lines have curated. This is all a part of it. So I hope that that will help a little yeah, bit. I agree with you completely. I always need something on the books to say, this is when I'm going to cruise next. This is when I'm going to go away. Just so I have something to look forward to because it's hard to come back and say, I've got nothing planned. Oh my goodness. I'm, you know, you kind of have that, that post the void, right? Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Exactly. And Kathleen, just so uh, for the benefit of your clients, this um, flyer with a lot more detail, if you will, is available for you to send them as a link uh, to a flyer if they wanted to see more of the details. So please take advantage of that to help your clients. Okay. Um, so as we say, you know, why do we travel? And uh, I think for well-traveled individuals, which is a really great definition of the guests who come back time and time again to Azamar. Well-traveled individuals. Um, not to say that we don't have younger people that do cruise with us, younger couples typically, but they also seem to have a real explorer's mindset. So why we're traveling is, is that opportunity again to see different parts of the world, see different geography, and to connect to the people that live and call those places home mm -hmm. and to understand their culture, their environment, how they've grown up, who they are, what their dreams and hopes are. And what's interesting is so often, you know, it mirrors what ours are, but each environment is a little different. And I think that's, it's that natural curiosity of who another person is and what is the environment in which they've grown up in and live in that makes them such a unique and different person. So that is just what we like to say, you know, connection to the culture connection to the people and what i like is that when i'm planning to travel regardless of where it may be i look at each country on my bucket list and instinctively there are certain cultural aspects that i'm semi aware of or very aware of that i really want to connect to that i really want to experience um, some countries you know, I have a heavy love and, and, and fascination for the food of that country because it really is something that appeals to me. Uh, other countries, it'll be the architecture because I have an interior design background. Um, my father was a geologist, so I also have a real love of places like Iceland and Norway and Scotland, the more rugged, you know, uh, topography uh, areas of the world and things like that. So I think for each of us individually, there's a short list of 
experiences that will connect us to the culture and therefore the people uh, that we are looking to experience. And I think that ultimately that is why we're traveling. Yes. So as we say at Asimar, and as we have always been focused on, this is our primary reason for existence in the cruise industry. And again, I've said some of this already, so I apologize for repeating myself, but it's about connecting people to people, mm-hmm. people with cultures and people with themselves, because we enrich our lives when we understand more of another culture. Um, and this is the entire reason uh, to gain a new perspective on the world uh, as we see it. So um, that's what Azamar is always about, um, has, I'm sorry, is about and has mm-hmm. always been about. So you might ask, you know, a little bit more of why um, connecting with or traveling with Azamara. It's about destination immersion. And that's actually our trademark, Kathleen. That's not just a statement. It's not just a marketing idea. It is our brand's trademark. And we had to have that approved uh, through all the very regulatory boards and so on and so on. And now we have to maintain it. Mm -hmm. So this is exactly why we take the time to intimately hug the coastlines of the world, to park for longer hours during day visits, if you will, into the evening, and why we stay overnight so that we're really that boutique floating hotel Mm -hmm. that has parked itself in the seaport for our guests to go ashore and make these cultural connections and have these wonderful experiences. Mm -hmm. So again, a little easier than traveling off and on a motor coach bus every day and packing your suitcase and unpacking your suitcase and, you know, um, um, seeing the world from the wheels of a a big motor coach. Um, This is hands on. Mm -hmm. real and you can sit in the ports you can uh visit the museums you can go into private homes of citizens who are welcoming us in to experience and connect with their family there's just so many opportunities so as we say destination immersion is about those unique itineraries that we offer the longer stays in ports which are after 8 p.m and overnights giving us nighttime experiences which is something that the cruise vacation really has never focused on. So it's all about that travel yes. and the connections. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and again, Kathleen, I share this with you and, and with your clients because it's not a boast, but it is meant to um, articulate and uh, substantiate the fact that Destination Immersion is our brand trademark, mm-hmm. and this is what we deliver. So when we look at the numbers, um, we absolutely, uh, you know, if you will, lead the pack in, in, this, uh, in this commitment that we have made. Others are emulating it which is I think pretty terrific these tend to be very luxurious brands that you're looking at there as our competitive set who are emulating the longer stays in port but again it is what we do it is who we are and so it's why our guests we have up to 55% repeat factor of our guests uh, which we've built over 11 years so it says an awful lot for that commitment But when we look about, and I, and I know I mentioned earlier that we uh, touch all seven continents, uh, I'll just offer one clarification. When it comes to Antarctica, we're not, ex, we're not expedition rated vessels. Therefore, our clients will not have the experience of getting into a Zodiac, going 
to shore and you know if we as we like to say standing on the continent of antarctica that's not possible for the azamar guests but we intimately hug the coastline of antarctica for three days we do a full circumnavigation of elephant island uh, we take our time we're cruising and you are literally you know 100 200 yards in some cases from the face of the of the ice field of antarctica so it's as intense as we can make it within mm -hmm. our permittable but all other continents of the globe are are visited by azamaras so all seven are explored and uh, that makes us pretty unique and you might be asking yourself well how do you accomplish that with three ships the other unique thing you'll find when you uh, when you have a moment to look at our itinerary deployment is that for each vessel, each vessel is basically doing its own circumnavigation around the globe annually. And which is to say that each voyage is back to back to back to back to back to back with the next one. So if you think of the Azamara journey, she mm -hmm. just has like a chain of itineraries, of voyages, and your clients can do as many of those voyages linked together as they wish. Mm -hmm. we have uh, some of our loyalty guests, they travel regions of the world with us. And so maybe they're on board for, uh, you know, 30 days or 60 days or 80 days because it's going to go through the region of the world that they're interested in. Right. Other guests are with That's us for seven night voyages during that continuous link chain that each vessel has in its own unique direction each calendar year. So as we throw up all the names of all the countries around the world it's just a flash if you will mm -hmm. uh, i can't possibly represent every single country that we touch um, but one of the unique things about these countries that you see listed and on the previous slide these are countries for which the itinerary one itinerary if you will possibly operated at different times during the calendar year are exclusive to that country they're what we call country intensive um, now with the exception just so you don't think i've lost my marbles um, <laughs> we always have to visit at one international port of call when we are if you will uh immersed in a singular country okay so this one iceland being so unique it's a complete circumnavigation of the island but of course we're starting in scotland and ending in ireland so that we meet the international law requirements um, but this is what we call a ireland uh pardon me an iceland intensive voyage a country intensive voyage it's 13 nights in length there are two of those ports of call, Reykjavik, and and I never quite say it correct, Akureyri. I'm not, yep. not doing that. I'm not doing that justice. I apologize. Mm -hmm. uh, those are overnight stays, so it could be without looking at the actual detail that could be 48 hours in each of those ports of call. And then we also have one of the ports of call, which is the late night stay. So it's a minimum of 12 to a 16 hour day in that port. Typically we're up to you know 10 12 hours but when we get into the 12 to 16 that's called mm -hmm. a late night stay port of call um, just a couple I just wanted to share with you a couple of ideas of what we mean by these country intensives this one happens to be 
truly beautiful. Um, if any of your clients, Kathleen, have sailed with us and they're following any of our crew members um, while they're, of course, in downtime as well, mm -hmm. Heike, uh, who is one of our hotel directors, she uh, lives in Greece. And if you follow her on Facebook, you will fall in love with Greece. <laughs> she is taking you intimately through Greece, Greece, but she's always joking in a meaningful way that she said, I wish I was on my ship because it's just so easier to get from, from island to island to island. Yes, good point. And that is the truth again. Once again, the size of our vessels mm -hmm. makes that unique difference is that we are able to visit the very small ports of call. We don't always have to have a docking facility. We're capable of using what we call stationary positioning, which means we do not drop an anchor, but we're using GPS satellite connection and which are controlling the thrusters, which keeps us locked in position for a day, two days, whatever the time frame may be. Incredible. So we're able, exactly, right? So we're able to explore these little tiny islands that you have to take local ferry between if you're a, a local exploring or wanting to just do a hotel stay. Um, so again, another beautiful itinerary, it's 10 nights in length and five of those are those 12, 16 hour day stays in, uh, in the various locations. I think I have one, one or two more possibly, Kathleen. Um, Norway intensive and North Cape, uh, again, this is normally the kind of experience that you would take on an expedition class ship. Mm -hmm. uh, not often thought of as being on a, you know, a luxury boutique hotel, uh, but it is exactly what we do. And it's really interesting because typically it's Captain Johannes on, on, the, uh, on the quest um, when we're in this region or Captain Carl. And they're both from generally that speaking, that part of the world, if you will, Johannes mm -hmm. is from Norway. And so when he's pulling into port with his 702 guests, there are locals coming to meet our guests who he has known since he was a child. Oh, wow. Uh, so the stories we could tell is quite yeah. amazing. <laughs> and this is so much on my bucket list. This is a place that I've always wanted to go. It would just be, you know, amazing. It's something we're thinking of for our 30th anniversary, which is coming up in a couple of years. So this oh, is uh, need to learn about. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I would look forward to having you sail with us for mm -hmm. sure. Um, and again, just pointing out that there was a voyage previous to this that ended in Southampton, mm -hmm. and there will be the next voyage that will depart from Copenhagen. It's doing, I happen to know it's doing the Baltic, but again, every voyage is just a link of a chain, if you will. Right. Okay. Now, I just wanted to throw these in, Kathleen. They're not as pretty to look at, so I'll move through them quickly. <laughs> but they're new because we, um, uh, we received and, uh, a full ship charter um, um, a piece of business came into to our realm. And so it, we had to shift some itinerary. So this itinerary and the following itinerary are new. You would not see them in our currently published 2021 deployment. So I just wanted to take a moment because they happen to be, of course, back to back mm -hmm. and making a beautiful 14 night vacation time. But the itineraries are gorgeous. So I'm just going to throw them in there just for a moment here. Venice to Civitavecchia, which is, of course, the port for Rome. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful area of the world. Couture Montenegro, one of my most favorite ports is a medieval town. 
Uh, it is charming and it's way up the fjord along that Adriatic coastline. Uh, and it's one of the deepest fjords in that part of the world. In fact, in World War One and Two, if I'm correct, it's where the Russians had their um, secret submarine base, if you will, because wow. of the depth of the fjord. So tons yeah. of history in this area. I love learning and, about history, yeah. Oh, it, it really is. Isn't that part of one of the major cultural draws of why we love to explore the world? Absolutely. Um, and Elmalfi, you know, not often again, it's usually small yacht type ships that uh, can dock in Elmalfi. We do. It's very often an overnight. It may not be in this particular case. And in fact, I know it's not. But uh, there are other voyages throughout the calendar year in which we would be staying overnight in Elmalfi. So beautiful. There's just a quick rundown of the itinerary. And then I'm just going to jump to the next one because it is the continuation again from Civitavecchia or Rome to Lisbon, Portugal. Okay. Um, so if you've not been through this part of the world, um, this is kind of unique as well. So um, one of my favorite areas, the whole Florence and Pisa, just because you can get on the train right from Laverno and be in, P uh, pardon me, in Florence within less than an hour if you get on the high-speed train as such, mm -hmm. um, the, the straight-through uh, express. So it's just a great way to be able to explore these areas and spend some time. And who doesn't like Portugal, of course, from everything from the tarts to the wines and everything else that comes with that beautiful culture. It's all about the food. It's great. All about the food. All about the food. And Monte Carlo, of course, I, I neglected to mention that, but uh, it's beautiful. When we're in Monaco, provided that the Grand Prix race is not taking place, for which we have a separate voyage specifically to clients and guests who want to experience the Formula One Grand Prix race. Um, mm -hmm. The itinerary is dedicated to that event. Uh, but this is a stay in uh, Monaco and we're docked right along the pier wall, right? So you couldn't beat your, your downtown Monaco. Um, so all these beautiful little pluses, if you will. But at the end of any long day, there's nothing more pleasant than coming back to your home, whether it's the wee wee hours of the evening or maybe it's the next day because you've gotten off where we've overnighted and gone and done a land exploration overnight in the destination and coming home the next day. But when we're sailing for sure, sunrise, sunset, doesn't matter. The living room is one of those beautiful places to come with friends or family, whoever you may be traveling with, and just sit and take in the beautiful views. Mm -hmm. Again, you're back on board, welcomed you home, and you're settling in as we may be moving on to the next beautiful seaport. Mm -hmm. so I thought I would just take a minute, Kathleen. I just wanted to uh, help your uh, clients um, understand what's included when they travel with us. Mm -hmm. um, unlike most contemporary brands, uh, we are, I like to say all inclusive, but I know there are some things that may be personal discretionary uh, additional uh, experiences on board that guests might pay for. But uh, generally speaking, um, I'll just quickly go through the list for us. We have uh, something called the As Amazing Evenings. And uh, these have become the iconic event on any voyage of Azamara. Uh, we have not been able to operate them on transatlantic voyages, but every other voyage of seven nights or longer in duration, there has always been an as amazing evening. So what is it? It's an evening in which we take all seven, we invite all 700 guests, 702, to come ashore into the destination with us. Mm -hmm. And we will take you to some iconic historic venue usually within no more than 30 minutes from where the ship is docked. Mm -hmm. 
And then the local people, not ourselves, but the locals are going to entertain us for the next hour and a half approximately to, again, showcase some aspect of their culture to us. And it's done with such pride and such humility at the same time to showcase them and their culture to us that it's so well received by the guests. It's the hit of the, the voyage often. Mm -hmm. And again, that iconic historic venue that we're in at the time. Uh, and then we return home. So we're home within maybe two and a half to three hours maximum. Mm -hmm. It's an absolutely outstanding evening and it's complimentary to all of our guests. So we hope that you, when you come ashore or come, uh, sorry, come on board with us, you'll enjoy your as amazing evening. Mm -hmm. If your clients are sailing on say back-to-back -back voyages, Mm -hmm. Each and every as amazing evening is unique to the voyage. So it'll be held in one of the ports of call along the voyage itself, the itinerary. Mm -hmm. So those are a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, there's lots of YouTube uh, footage and, and things that yep. you could see if you were interested. I was going to say lots of stories to tell after that. <laughs> yeah. Tons of stories to tell. We've done thousands of them now all over the world and each and one of them is, is very unique. Um, gratuities all-inclusive. Mm -hmm. Spirits, international beers and wines, all-inclusive. Now we say spirits, I do say I will qualify that, uh, quantify that by saying um, the, uh, the, uh, it's the standard bar level, if you will. Right. We do offer premium and um, mm -hmm. top shelf selections if guests would like to have a single pouring of something or would like to upgrade their beverage package, they may do so. But at the standard level, all spirits, international beers, there's about a, about a half a dozen different beers, if, we, if you will. And we offer uh, a variety of uh, three to four reds and whites, different each and every night. Mm -hmm. um, we actually have just signed a deal with a, um, a, a vineyard to produce our wines. Uh, and now we private label them. So we're pretty excited about that because yeah. of course our president, uh, although Larry is now retired, was a sommelier. Um, so he just took all of that passion along with our own executive chef and our own sommeliers. Mm -hmm. And as we traveled and shopped the world, um, we made these connections. And then we finally thought, you know what? Our guests really love the wines that we serve, so why don't we create something even unique once again? Mm -hmm. So we're kind of excited about that. So when oh, we get back to so. sailing, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's kind of cool. Uh, when we get back to sailing, uh, our guests will be enjoying a private mm -hmm. label selection of reds and whites and a blush. And usually we have something like a prosecco or um, you know a sparkling in there in the collection as well. Bottled water, soft drinks, specialty coffees, teas, all inclusive, all day, all evening. There's no exceptions. Self-serve laundry. I know that sound may sound a little uh, unusual. I usually say, gentlemen, we put that there for you. Just but having said that, ladies, it's wonderful. Um, it just means that you can take care of all of the basics while you're traveling. And again, some of our guests are on board for long periods of time mm -hmm. with us and this is greatly appreciated it's up on deck seven lovely uh high efficiency stacked units there it's quite fun and there's some pretty great fun conversations and friendships that are made in the laundry rooms <laughs> it's always a, a highlight um shuttle service where available there will be times where we have had to position the ship in a seaport that the as we have always said we have put the gps spot if you will on the town square 
So whether that's a marquee city port that we're visiting, where is town square? Where's the town hall? If it's a medieval town, what is considered town square? Where's the, the, you know, the official historic building? That's our focus in terms of being parked as close as we can. But there will be times when that might be a 10, 15 minute walking distance and we're gonna provide shuttle service for our guests back and forth, okay? Concierge service, you would expect nothing less of a five-star boutique hotel. Absolutely. And then it just, uh, it, it, it increases, if you will, in terms of amenities, inclusives, and experiences as the accommodation styles um, are considered by your clients. So we have something new called Veranda Plus. This is a new category we just started last year. And what it is, is it's all of the veranda staterooms, Kathleen, up on deck eight. Okay. which is the top uh, accommodation deck on our vessels. Uh, so these uh, verandas are in amongst other suites, if you will. Um, and even though the stateroom size itself is exactly the same, because they're on deck eight, the actual physical verandas get a little larger and vary in size depending on which location you actually choose. So we now call those the Veranda Plus because many of our clients were saying to us, you know, I'm in a veranda all the time. I'd love to be in a suite, but maybe I'm just not ready to commit myself to a butler service uh, and some other the other amenities and mm -hmm. price that comes with the suites. So we thought, well, just make a compromise or kind of give a you know upgraded experience without happening to go as far as the butler um so we call it veranda plus yeah a great in between exactly exactly right so as you can see it comes with some additional amenities um which is quite lovely and then i thought i would just for a moment showcase for a our sweet guests again the butler service um double the complimentary internet minutes uh some free laundry complimentary specialty dining um restaurant dining and, and that was mentioned in the veranda plus one evening whereas for the sweet guests it's complimentary throughout your voyage so we have two specialty restaurants on board aquilina and prime c mm -hmm. for a guest staying in a regular veranda ocean view or an interior stateroom it's just a $30 cover charge per person to have an evening of dining and specialty. Um, so as you can see, it's value built in for our suite guests. And we also offer a little onboard credit depending on the accommodation within the suite that you're in. Mm -hmm. Some wonderful things that come with that. So I thought I would just take a few more minutes, Kathleen, if you don't mind, and I just thought I'd show, showcase some of the interior of this boutique, these boutique little hotels. Um, this is kind of uh, this is very new in in uh, uh, concept and in design, if you will, because this area on all three of the ships was originally the casino and bar, if you will, mm -hmm. bar lounge area. But it was really interesting because when we took possession of the third ship, which we now call the Azamar Pursuit, the previous owners had removed the casino. Mm -hmm. So in taking possession, we reached out to our extremely, you know, 55% of our guests, our, our repeat guests, loyalty members, we call them Azamar Circle members. Mm -hmm. And we reached out and we said, can we get your feedback, please? We have a ship now, new, coming into the family new, uh, doesn't have a casino. Should we build it? Should we put it back? And almost unanimously, they said, no. And we thought, you know, so we asked more questions, of course. And basically the, 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 the consensus was that I'm not traveling on Azamar for casino. 
I enjoy the entertainment that's provided on board. There, there's, you have wonderful cruise directors and their entertainment staff and, you know, the atmosphere is lovely and it's, it's all wonderful, but it's not the primary reason. I'm not on board for your hotel. I'm on board to travel the world. And when you're in Monte Carlo overnight mm -hmm. or till midnight before we're sailing away, I have no interest in your casino. Okay. Um, thanks. Yes. And we're in port late, you know, almost 50% of the time. Mm -hmm. So the casino couldn't open in the first place. So they just said, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not something we're going to miss. Mm -hmm. So we thought, okay, we'll take your word for it. And we, we converted the casino and uh, now the bar and piano, uh, grand piano is still there, of course. So we've changed it to what we call the den. And it's now kind of become the new heartbeat and the hub of the, of the ship in terms mm -hmm. of where guests gather. Mm -hmm. And now guests are gathering here pre-dinner, even in the afternoon when maybe we're holding trivia there. Or as you can see in the, in the sort of bottom left-hand corner, we have the shore excursions uh, team here. We also have future cruise um, uh, booking uh, consultation in this area as well. We have the baby grant, we have a fantastic mm -hmm. bar, and it's just kind of this place where all the guests walk through from one, it's the middle of the ship, so you're coming and going from it. The photo gallery is on the other side. Um, it's really, it's really gone over very well. And at night when the piano is being played and people are in there singing along and having cocktails pre and post dinner, it's, it's a lovely little spot. So mm -hmm. kind of fun. And it looks uh, very relaxing, yes. Thank you. It is at, at any time of the day. It's really kind of great. Mm -hmm. So I just thought I'd take a showcase some of our dining options. Um, this doesn't cover everything pretty close to it. I never forget about 24 hour room service in my privacy of my stateroom, mm -hmm. um, especially if I have a veranda, of course. Uh, it's just a fantastic way, especially starting my morning off with my breakfast being delivered and, you know, white table service. And it's just kind of lovely. Mm -hmm. um, I love it too because we always call five minutes before we're coming to actually knock on your door with the, the service, uh, which is lovely. So having said that, one of my other favorite areas, and you might think I'm a little crazy, but um, when I'm on vacation, uh, because like many of us, I'm in a business environment day to day, I like to kind of really relax sometimes. And so one of my favorite dining spots has become the patio at night. Mm -hmm. Very informal. Yes, but the menu is fantastic. I'm eating hors d'oeuvres that are coming from the executive chef menu in uh, specialty. I'm having steak that could could and probably is being served in Prime C, one of the specialty restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, I have a salad bar, soups and sandwich or soups and salads and, and breads that I can help myself to. And then I can choose a la carte from the menu. Uh, so it's just a really casual, fresh air, outdoor space just south of the pool area, if you will. Uh, and during the daytime, during lunch hour, it's open for grilled items and kebabs and uh, you know, fresh vegetables on the grill, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. great area. Then we have the two specialties, Prime C and Aqualina, which I was mentioning earlier. One is a primarily a steakhouse, Prime C, and Aqualina is more of a Mediterranean, sort of an international Mediterranean menu, if you will. Mm -hmm. Items are always changing, menus are changing. 
And then we have our main dining room known as Discoveries. The lovely Discoveries bar is a great place if you would like to just have an evening cocktail before you're seated at your table. Mm-hmm. Um, Discoveries, it has a very formal look to it. It's our, you know, our, our more formal dining room, if you will. But we, I just want to take a moment to say we, do, we have no formal attire requirements. We okay. don't do you that. don't need to worry about packing the ball gowns and the tuxes. Please, yes. <laughs> please leave it. As we like to say, no diamonds to dinner. Ladies, mm-hmm. please leave them at home. They're a little safer there. And uh, having said that, it's just, you know, you're traveling the world with us. This is, this is mm-hmm. not what our guests are looking for in terms of the experience. It's lovely. Um, you know, it's a little bit dress up in terms of for the gentleman, it is definitely, you know, dress slacks and a shirt, no jacket, no tie requirement. Um, that sort of basic look, if you will. So those are some of our dining options. <clears throat> and then just a few more photographs from around the ship, because again, these were built by European craftsmen. Mm-hmm. And when we took possession and did our own renovations and refreshes and so on, we did not remove any of the beautiful original architectural features, the stained glass ceilings, the wrought iron work, uh, the staircase, that kind of thing. So it really does have a European hotel feel to it. Um, so many different areas, mosaics, one is pretty much everyone's favorite because that's where you can get your cappuccino and your lattes and even late at night or in the day or a fresh brewed pot mm-hmm. of tea, all those kind of goodies. Okay, very quickly, just to have a look at some accommodations. Of course, you know, the chips are always being renovated. Um, Every two years is the norm um, that uh, a ship goes in for a full refit, if you will. In between, of course, all of her marine operations are looked after. Um, so we have different variety of, enter- of uh, accommodations. And then one other night, I'll just take a moment to mention, and then I'm open um, to any comments that you may have or anything you, else you might like me to touch on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one other event on every voyage, and it's called uh, the Evening Under the Stars. Uh, This is so much fun because no matter where we are, it'll always be at least a late night stay. Mm -hmm. It could be an overnight stay, but it's more likely a late night stay. So we're not sailing away till 11 o'clock, maybe even midnight that night. And this is beautiful because here's Monte Carlo in the background. You can tell we're on the inner harbor, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're docked that evening and we just convert the entire lower pool area and upper deck, if you will, to a white night dining experience. Our guests come dressed in white, casual whites, please. Um, And we have this fabulous barbecue and entertainment and dancing, and it's just so much fun. The one thing that our guests are constantly saying about us as one of the main reasons why they come back, it is our crew. And I've never worked for a cruise line where that could be said. Um, the fact that our guests are now following many of our crew members as friends on social media, uh, know their life stories and have shared theirs. It's more than just a cruise. It's connecting to people. Mm-hmm. And that includes our fantastic individuals who look after our guests. Last but not least, if you're a client to golfers, Please uh, suggest to them that we are in partnership and have been exclusively for 11 years now and continue uh, our partnership with Perry Golf. 
So if you are a golfer mm -hmm. and the idea of letting uh, your, your um, hotel float and therefore access to golf courses in possibly different countries, of course, mm -hmm. and or certainly different cities and ports along the way, uh, what a fantastic way to see the world. We have always done the British Open, the Open, of course, now a little bit of a hiccup this year, as we all know, but um, it will return and we're just waiting for all of that. So that's a great program if you are a golfer. And last but not least, I'll end with our crew members again. This is the reason that our guests tell us they keep coming back. Not only do they get to explore the world and check off their bucket list and enrich their lives, but they've made friendships all over the world with us. So we're pretty honored by that. That's right. Last but not least, Kathleen. Mm -hmm. Uh, the promotion, because I would be wrong if I didn't offer your clients uh, the opportunity to talk to you about booking a future cruise. Mm -hmm. um, this is one of our most popular promotions. It happens once a year and it's known as double upgrade. And this, we're putting a little bit of a twist on it this year. So the concept has always been complementary to category upgrade. Okay. And always inclusive, of course, the gratuities, select beverages and more, those items we went through. So very simply said, uh, a veranda stateroom will be enjoyed by your clients for the price of an interior stateroom. Wow, okay. A veranda plus mm -hmm. would be enjoyed at the price of the ocean view. And a club continent, which is our leading category of suites, mm -hmm. at the price of a veranda. Okay, so for the thank you, it's really, it is tremendous value. I love this promotion. Um, and uh, we have all of our voyages open for, for consideration right through until April 11th of 2022. We might, I can't give you an exact date, but we are clo getting closer and closer to being, to opening up deployment for the May, if you will, or April, May, 2022, right through till the same time period, 2023. So if we really get lucky, that will open before this double upgrade promotion ends on November 18th. And that would give your clients the opportunity to look even further ahead in mm -hmm. making those dream uh, plans come true. And then you've really locked in at a great value and you can get the extra amenities of the, you know, sitting out on the veranda and getting your, like you mentioned, your room service. Exactly. Oh, exactly. I love it. Now, just a little twist. I won't take you through the mouse print. Um, you're welcome mm -hmm. to take your clients through the mouse print when the time comes. <laughs> but if you have clients, Kathleen, that are um, past passengers of Azamara, mm -hmm. um, we call those again our Azamara Circle loyalty members. We're giving a, 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 a limited time offer. We've never done this before, but we thought how incredibly uh, you know, what an opportunity because uh, over 50% of the bookings that we have seen materialize since the beginning of COVID uh, are coming from our loyalty members. So um, we thank them. We are humbled by it. We are grateful for it. So we thought, well, let's do something to show our appreciation. So it is a limited time offer. It's basically the first two weeks, if you will, of this promotion. But again, it's double upgrade. Mm -hmm. And now it's earned twice the loyalty points for the voyage that you book. Wow. Okay. So um, again, exactly as you, as you saw, first time veranda for interior, veranda plus for ocean view, club continent for veranda, and now the double loyalty points. Mm -hmm. okay. Now the window on this is uh, a little shorter. Yeah, I'm sorry, I said, well, I did say two weeks, didn't I? Uh, close enough. 
<laughs> from September 1st, we launched it yesterday, two days ago, uh, till the 18th in order to take advantage as a Azamar Circle member booking with you, Kathleen, to get the double upgrade and the double loyalty points. Fabulous. Wow. And there's some more mouse print for you. <laughs> oh, and I just, I would be wrong if I didn't mention this to you, uh, to your, for your clients. Solo travelers. Um, we, uh, when we have solo supplement in terms of pricing strategy, it's at 150%. Mm -hmm. So as a solo guest, you would have the stateroom to yourself and you would pay your price plus 50% as if there were a second person in there. So 150%. Um, but what's really great is you can also take advantage of the double upgrade. Okay, no, no, no question there. Mm -hmm. And we have a very, and I'm sorry, you cannot read that. That's impossible to see, but it's a very healthy list right now of voyages offering the 150% secured rate along with the double upgrade benefit. I'll put a link to that on the show notes page, which is a blog Thanks. post I do. So I'll make sure I put a screenshot of that and they can see it a bit more close up. So no excellent. Problem. Excellent. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Kathleen, just please, I know I, I probably talked a little bit more than you, you might've been thinking, but no, um, no worries. It was great to learn all about that. And I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. It was really nice to see those immersive experiences because as I mentioned before, you know, when I travel, I like to get right into the culture and, and to me, that's part of traveling. And I love that that's kind of the mantra of how you do it as well. And that's your trademark. So that's fabulous that it's, it is very in-depth and it's really good. I didn't mention, I didn't go down the road of talking, um, but when you are the destination immersion company, um, mm -hmm. uh, please know that uh, for the benefit of, of what I like to say, everything from the simplicity to the incredible value uh, we have curated hundreds of shoreside experiences, what the industry likes to call shore excursions, mm -hmm. that connect our guests to the culture of each and in each and every uh, seaport around the world. Uh, and again, we focus very much on the diversity of the culture of the country, because I may want to be, uh, I may be a foodie, and that's why I've chosen my Italy um, itinerary. For you, Kathleen, it may be more about the architecture or the history. Mm -hmm. So we each have our own desires of ways in which we want to connect with that culture. And that is exactly what you'll see in the variety of curated shore excursions that we have created. Well, next time we meet again, we can definitely dig into some of those things. Absolutely. Um, we can dig right into an itinerary and see what everything is available for that. So, you know, Terrific. we can plan for that one. That'd be great. Too. Excellent. Excellent. Super. Alrighty. Well, thank you thank very you. much. And I thank hope everybody has welcome. a great week. So take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this week's cruise chat. I certainly enjoyed learning about Azamara's uh, in-depth, how they really, really immerse you in the experience of that culture of that area that you're visiting. That's one thing I love about traveling. It's one of the reasons I like to travel. And I really like how they do um, their immersive experiences. Next week, we're going to be meeting with Talk Cruises, and Talk Cruises is a family-owned company. They've been in business for over 95 years. They are in 70 countries and all seven continents. So they may not be an area, um, pardon me, they may not be a cruise line that you know very well, but they are certainly a very well-traveled line, and they're one that I'm really looking forward to learning about. So make sure you join us next week. One other thing, in the bottom of the description in the, um, on the YouTube channel, you will see a link to the show notes. 
And if you click that link, it'll bring you to a blog post that I did that will tell you all about the highlights from this meeting. It will have some of the slides, so if they were a little bit hard to see, um, or just some things that you wanted to see again in case you went a little bit too fast. So make sure you check that out. And um, I do two YouTube video series per week. One is with the cruise lines that you've already joined. So make sure you check back and see all the other cruise lines that I've met with. Remember to like and subscribe to our channel so that you get notifications as soon as they come out. Um, I try to do the cruise chats out every Thursday around 11 a.m. So make sure you check out all those videos and I want you to have a great week and we'll see you next week. Bye.